Welcome to Out From The Cube. We are on day two, actually. If you listened to the podcast yesterday, I'm not going to go into it with great detail, but my plan is is to hold myself accountable to uh, 60 episodes over 60 days. Even though I started yesterday, I'm counting myself at day six because it is June 6th. We are on 60 days uh, until my kids go back to school. So we uh, have a family uh, competition called the Summer 60. And I am on day six of the Summer 60. It's very early in the morning. Uh, the Summer 60 is my kids have to do five things every single day to win the day, which range from uh, you know, running, being in shape, to reading, to doing chores, to drinking water, and something else. And I've got to do some of the same. And one of my things to do, I actually have added one. So my addition is podcast pushing content out, which is doing a podcast every day for hopefully the next 60 days. And I will find this to be the most difficult one that I need to check off every day. Uh, the other five are reading, uh, consuming podcast or content, reading, studying, uh, re uh, drinking water, exercising, doing things like that. So, um, so far I'm six days in, I'd like to think I'm six and oh, and my children are six and oh, and we are ready for day two of this. So what I wanted to talk about yesterday, I didn't, I got sidetracked. I really liked yesterday's podcast simply just because, uh, of the, that mindset of I am who I think you think I am. And I got that quote from, it's not original with him, but I got the quote from um, Jay Shetty. And now I'm on kind of, it seems like every week there's somebody new that I'm kind of getting hooked on and getting content from. And Jay Shetty is the, uh, the person du jour of the week. So um, finding content on him on YouTube and following him in terms of just mindset and, you know, crushing it and, you know, peace and perspective and purpose and vision and execution and action, all this sort of stuff. But it is to Jason Wells who says, George, everybody's saying the same stuff, right? It's just a different narrative, different story, different context. And it's who kind of resonates with you. So Andy Frisella to Jesse Itzler to Jay Shetty to David Goggins. Yes. And to uh, Robin Sharma, who I have here in front of me, uh, not personally, but the book here, The 5 a.m. Club, which was really impactful to me. Um, and now as I look through this, need to cycle back through it. Um, but we're two minutes in. I'm keeping these summer 60 podcasts shorter and just going to roll them out. What I find really uh, uh, inspiring to continue this is when I release these podcasts, the amount of downloads by the 24 hours uh, is, is, is humbling and exciting and keeps you kind of moving and all that. Um, Cause you do have this mindset of shit, nobody's listening to this or it doesn't matter. Nobody cares. Um, but I did, I got a text message last night from somebody that sat there and said, Hey, I just listened to this episode and you know, a, you know, a plaza emoji or knuckles emoji about, you know, uh, you know, that it was a great, and this episode happened to be with uh, episode 99, uh, I believe it was, with Zach Schaefer. Um, listen to that episode. I find Zach Schaefer to be really inspiring, more so uh, because of two things. One, his knowledge, his perspective, his ability to articulate that, um, but also his energy. I, I, I'm ju I am just attracted to the people that have high energy, uh, high focus, high enthusiasm. So one of the things that I really like about Gary Vee, 
um, and I've, I've taken some hits from this and some criticism from this uh, personally, is um, I, I don't like pessimism. I don't like negativity. I don't like, um, you know, people that attack other people, that bring people down, that aren't uplifting. I just hate it. It's just my DNA. I just don't like it. And um, I was listening to a Gary Vee podcast uh, yesterday, I believe, where, and I wrote it down again, right? I write the same crap down every single day, but it's, uh, you know, it's just to reemphasize things that are valuable and important to me or how I would like to think and live and, and, and uh, things I need to consider. But Gary Vee said yesterday, he just, he just is in the bucket of optimism. And that's and negativity. He said this yesterday. Didn't expect to go here already. But he said this yesterday. It really struck me. Now, I don't know how many employees Gary Vanderchuk has at his media company. It could be 10,000 people. I think I've heard that before. He says, that the, he says he does not deal with negativity. That if negativity for an employee ends up happening and it's repetitive and it's doing any, like he just gets rid of people. You know, what his mindset, and I think I heard this yesterday, is to cut the cancer out. To cut the cancer out as quickly as you know it's cancer. And his cancer for him is negativity and pessimism, right? So if you, but, you know, I've, I've been attacked with that because I, I just don't deal with that. I was with somebody this week on Monday that essentially looked at me and says, I have drawn a, and they didn't say it exactly like this, but this is essentially what they said. I've put a line in the sand that I am not allowing negativity in my life anymore. So, and then this person started rattling off all the different people in their life that bring negativity to them that they are now essentially cutting off or hanging up on when that happens. Am I good for you? I go, I made that same decision. I don't, I don't, I don't work in that world of now there are times where you are just in it and you can't get away from it and you got to deal with it and you got to have strategies and all that. So I get it, right? I get it. But if I can make a choice, if it's a relationship, if it's a job, if it's anything that doesn't, it, it doesn't bring hope, optimism, positivity, uplifting, encouragement, all that. I've got the choice, man. That's on me. I had a conversation this morning and it's early and I've already been on the phone talking about this stuff. It's up to you. Okay, man, I just, I got so many thoughts going through my head. I, I listened to a podcast the other day with a gentleman and I don't, I didn't write his name down, but I did write behind the brand. If you looked for behind the brand on YouTube, you would find this guy and he was interviewing uh, the guy that wrote tribes. Uh, and I have tribes here in front of me. I'm walking away from the mic. The guy that wrote tribes. I don't have it right. Yeah. Seth Godin, Seth Godin. He's interviewing Seth Godin behind the brand. He's interviewing Seth Godin. He is talking about something traumatic that happened in his life. Traumatic that happened in this gentleman's life. And he's telling Rama Sharma, what he's telling Robin, uh, uh, what Seth Godin, I'm sorry. What he's telling Seth is, hey, this is the first time I met you and I want you to know how impactful it was. And so he is meeting Seth Godin for the first time. And he starts talking to him about what has happened in his life. And Seth Godin says this, the boats aren't coming right? You've got to deal with it. Like you've got to not be the victim. No, like nobody's coming to help you. 
And I had that conversation today. It's like, you got it. You can't be the victim. You like, it can't always be happening to you. It can't be like, you've got to change your mindset. You need to be optimistic. You need to be positive. You need to know that things are going to work out. You need to cut negative things out. My mom who I, who, who lives here in St. Louis with me, whenever she gets on the phone with her sister, ends up in a bad mood for the next 48 to 72 hours. And so when I look at my mom, I'm like, why would you ever have that conversation? Ever have that conversation? If it doesn't uplift you, it's my sister. I don't care. It's your sister. I wouldn't care at all. Listen, I, the, I love my brother more than any, like my brother and I are really tight and I love him. And we talk almost every day, no matter where he's at in the world. And he travels a lot today. He's in London or Paris and we talk every day. We talked yesterday and it may not be, it's like a Snapchat, a text, whatever it is like, but we are connected every day and I get a lot out of that. But if every time I got off the phone with him, I was irritated, depressed, upset for 72 hours, I'll tell you how long that, those conversations would last. And I love them. And I'd continue to love them. But that shit would stop. All right, so not exactly where I thought this would go, but all I'm saying, I love Gary Vee's perspective. I am in the bucket of optimism. And if there's negativity, pessimism in my company, with my people, my team, I cut the cancer out. Cut the cancer out. This is where I wanted to go. There's only a few minutes left. And I, I know, I'll, uh, not a few minutes left. We have maybe 10 minutes left. This is where I want to go. I'm reading. I just finished a book. I was going to do this yesterday. I really like this. I, I really, I could not recommend this book more. It's called Living with the Monks. It's by Jesse Itzler. You've heard me talk about it before. If you've listened to the podcast, I really like this book a lot. And I really like this guy a lot. And I'm following him. This might be the guy that has impacted me the most in 2020, is it 2019? 20, well, it's not 2020 yet. 2019, right? I don't write checks anymore. So um, 2019. Now, this guy wrote a book called Living with Seals, which I think is phenomenal. I'm going to reread both these books. Um, and uh, the, the first one is Living with Seals. He had a Navy SEAL live with him for 30 days and had to do essentially everything he says, which is great. And this Navy SEAL is David Goggins. And we've talked about David Goggins before. Here's what I want to talk about. I really like this. David Goggins, or I'm sorry, Itzler lived with monks for 15 days and then he wrote a book about it. And there's a, we're going to reference this book. We're going to reference the 5 a.m. club. We're going to reference the book uh, Strengths-Based Leadership in these quick 60-minute, uh, 60 podcasts in 60 days. Okay, and we're on day two. So, this is what I like about the first thing I want to bring up is the monk, like he has a list of the things that the monks are great at. This is what the monks are great at. Okay. And the monks, I'm going to go through these quickly. There are four things that the monks do that he took away. The monks get point one monks get up early. Okay. The monks get up really early. The idea is when I asked brother Stravos, why they did this, he told me the one race he always likes to win is the race against the sun rising, right? So that's from a, one of the monks he stayed with. So when, like, this is just me, you take what you want. I have learned this, that the, the most successful, the high achievers, the people that crush it are the people that get up early. 
I, I am also in the software world where people are writing code and working on projects at midnight, one, two, three in the morning and sleep until 11. And that's where they grind. I get it. That's cool. Step two, the monks have a plan. Every night before they went to sleep, they wrote a plan for the next day. They were organized. They prioritized the most important things they had to get done first. And they focused on completing those tasks until they went on to the next. There was no guessing as to what they had to get done that day. Every day had a plan and the plan had to be executed. I hear this theme a lot. A goal without a plan is just a wish. Okay, here's the one I really want to get to. The monks are efficient. There was very little dilly-dallying during the day and their time is sacred. And I didn't see any small talk or chatter around the monastery. The monks are executed with a focus that was laser sharp. The monks maximized the day. The fourth one is, and I'm not going to get into this one, but the monks don't get flustered. So those were the four things that he took away. Here's where I want to go with this. A hose is not a hose. A hose is not just a hose. Here's what he said. Number one thing he took away from the, from the monks that I read and I'm trying to take away myself. I have five minutes left to get this out. The monks are efficient. That was the third bullet point that we just mentioned. So the monks have a plan. The monks get up early. The monks don't get flustered. And the fourth one or the third one in the book is the monks are efficient. So this is his point that this is the story he told that when he went home, he was playing with his kids in the yard and he had a hose and he's spraying his kids down and they're all having fun. And the wife comes out and says, dinner time, boys, get inside. He drops the hose and he go, he starts to go inside. And in his mind, he's thinking, that hose is not just a hose. The job isn't done. I'm not being efficient. This isn't completed. I've got to turn the water off. I've got to ravel up the hose. I need to pick up these things. This isn't done until I get it all completed with laser focus, with a plan. And his mindset is, that hose is not just a hose. That hose is how I go about everything in my life. And I'm going to tell you this, I've had this conversation about this context, about this point, about this mindset. And I had this conversation last week with somebody and we talked for 30 minutes about it. I am the greatest. My greatest trait or something that I am absolutely great at is getting things 80% done. As I record this podcast, I am sitting at a basement bar that is not even 80% done. That is like 60% done that I did during an ice storm. We had an ice storm here in St. Louis. It canceled everything that I had that weekend basketball related with my children. I had nothing to do. So I built a basement bar having built nothing in my life. That was two years ago. This basement bar is still not done. I am, I, and it's like, I had I, laundry. I have laundry upstairs that I did two weeks ago and it's still sitting there. It's folded. It's folded. It is clean. It is sitting on the, it is sitting in the living room waiting for now. I'm not going to make excuses, but I am a single dad that, and it's, it's fine for me right now to just leave clothes laying around because no, it's, it's fine, but it's not, but it's not done that the, the laundry just isn't laundry and the basement bar is not just a basement bar, but it's how you go about everything. So what did we do last weekend? We started getting this basement bar done. This weekend, 
Basement bar is going to be at least the, the parts I can complete will be done. I need somebody to loan me a saw. I don't have a saw for this weekend. Two, laundry's put away. Kitchen's clean. You know, bed is made. Like whatever it is, right? It's not just a hose. So I guess I would ask you is, and I had this conversation with an, a software team about this this week. Man, we do a great job of getting 80, 90% of a project done. We are the best at it. And then we pivot to the next thing. And then we pivot. I'm like, does that irritate you that you have a bunch of things not done? Yes. But we're always more excited about the next thing or uh, we get pulled the next direction and we don't have the, like whatever it is, but right? We've got to live like monks in that the task isn't done. One is laser focus on the task. This weekend, I need to sit down at my bar, turn some, you know, turn some music on, listen to Zach Brown or whatever it is, just put music on, get it going, sit, stay locked in on this basement bar until it is done or it can go as far as I can take it and just stay focused. Just stay focused or the laundry or whatever it is, right? That's the same way in projects. It's the same, you know what? It's the same way like in closing sales. I can get it 80% there, right? And, and those are things I, I don't know. I wonder how that intersects you, what you do. So that is, that is kind of where I'm at. And my, the, my mind now is trying to figure out how to kind of shift to all, the, all these other notes I have. But I know that that's not the purpose of these quick podcasts. So I hope that, I don't know where that intersects you. Uh, a couple things. One, be in the optimism bucket. Be positive. Surround yourself with those people. Cut the cancer out on your teams if you can. The people that aren't uplifting, aren't encouraging. You can't count on whatever it is, stability, optimistic, optimistic stability. I like that. Okay, all that sort of stuff. Cut the cancer. Two is the efficiency of the monks. Being laser focused on a task and completing that task till it's done. He said he learned it this way. He was in charge for 15 days of doing dishes at the monastery where the monks were. Jesse Itzler, and he had to do the dishes every night, and they would stack up and up and up, and he looked at everything. The monks came, put their arms around him, hand on shoulder, just focus on one dish at a time. Just, they didn't say this, just kick ass at that one dish. Just master that one dish. Be the best at that one dish. Then move on to the next one. Don't focus on all of it. Do one at a time and do it to the best of your ability and do it till it's done and kick butt, right? I hope that intersects you. Listen, this is day two. I got two done just to give you a heads up. Yesterday, I went five and oh, really six and oh on my summer 60. I'll keep giving updates. It's great to be accountable. Um, if you want to be a part of the summer 60, just send a message to me on LinkedIn and we'll, we'll make you part of that accountability group. I got people texting me from all over that are part of it, that are like early in the morning. Hey, I went 5-0 and yesterday. I did it. Perfect. Right? And I'm doing it as well. So listen, have a great day. It's early in the morning on a, um, man, it's Thursday. Thursday. And uh, I hope you have a great day. I hope you're crushing it. I hope you get out of your cube. And I hope that, uh, that you just have a great day. If anything, be optimistic. Be positive. Encourage someone today. And, and all these other great things that are going to happen are going to happen kind of in light of all that. You focus, what you focus on, you find. What you focus on, you find. 
If you focus on optimism and positivity and uplifting other people and kind of seeing people in that light, man, great things are going to happen. They're going to happen today. So have a great day. We will talk to you tomorrow for day. It's going to be the third episode of the summer 60. Have a great day. Talk to you tomorrow.